skin and sass. The series talking all things skin with a side of sass. Hosted by Kelly George and Andy Paulson. Proudly sponsored by KGA Body. Hello everybody and welcome back to Skin and Sass TV. I'm Andy Paulson and I have with me... Kelly George. Hey guys. Hello. Well, you know. I still have to say hello to you even though we're right here hey together. Guys. Hi. Hey, Good. How are you going? Good. <laughs> uh, so this episode is called Vitamin Amazing, otherwise known as retinol. And so we did do a full episode, one of our, you know, meaty, chunky episodes <laughs> on the podcast. And that was back in, hang on, I'm going to get this right, season two, episode 14 called Don't Fear the Retinoid. So if you listen to this, hopefully short, sharp, sweet, debunking myths, the facts on retinol, and you're interested in a little bit more, please go back and listen to season two, episode 14 of the podcast. So... I guess what we wanted is retinol is one of those, would you say, like holy grail of anti-aging products? 100%. After sunscreen, next, next okay. one in terms of best anti-aging out there. And that is pretty big claim. Carrie, it's from true her. though. Ask yes. any dermatologist, ask any skincare expert. You really cannot get the benefits that you can get from vitamin A from any other skincare product. Okay. And it's important, like, not all vitamin A was created equal. So we're going yes. to get into that a little bit. But I thought, firstly, what might be really good is there are quite a few common misconceptions around vitamin A. Mm. So maybe we could get you to just debunk these myths. Of course. Okay. Shoot them at me. Are you ready? I'm going to shoot yeah, them yeah, at yeah. you. First one. <laughs> here we go. Do you have to avoid the sun when using retinol? False. You do not have to avoid the sun. Mm. So that is a misconception, I think, because uh, it's obviously turning skin cells over. And so people feel like maybe they're more um, prone to exposure to the sun. But in actual fact, retinol or vitamin A gets broken down by the sun. So the second you walk out into the day, you know, yeah. in the morning before you go to work um, or when you're going to work, Basically, it's going to make the vitamin A unstable and ineffective. So okay. it doesn't work in the daylight, which is why retinol is applied ah. at night. It's why it's always in sort of foil or, you know, metal yes. type because it, it can't be exposed to the sun. That's so, so weird. It doesn't make you more sensitive or more prone to sun damage. But what it does do is because it's taking off that top layer of dead cells, you need to be aware that you don't have that barrier protection mm. of the dead cells. So wear sunscreen. But no, it doesn't yeah. make you more sensitive to the sun. Okay, interesting. False. False. There you go. Debunked. Next one. Okay, retinol. This is an interesting one, actually. Retinol thins your skin. The opposite is true. So in actual fact, it regenerates cells like no other mm. product out there. It actually thickens the skin. So very, very good mm. for aging skin mm -hmm. because part of the aging process is thinning skin. Yes. And so anything that's going to thicken the skin is going to enable you to age better. Again, because it can, in the early stages, make you peel a little bit and flake a little bit, people think that that's making you th thinning your skin. But yes. the opposite is true. So no, false also. False also. And yep. that reaction, we don't call reaction, we call it response. response. Good girl. I know, I've look at me, I've learned. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, another good one. You must avoid using retinol under your eye. No. The mm. skin near your eye is still just skin. Yeah. And in actual fact, it tends to age faster than the yeah. rest of the skin on your face, right? So it makes sense that you would want to help anti-age in that area more so. However, it is thinner and it is a little bit more sensitive. 
So if you are comfortably using retinol every second night, maybe only use it around your eyes two nights a week. If you're not quite at every second night, just one night a week. In fact, you can actually, if you are finding that it's a little bit extra sensitive, you can put your eye cream on first and then just put a little bit of retinol around there. So you're kind of diluting the retinol a little bit. Clever. Yeah. And maybe that's a good starting point if you haven't used it under your eyes before. Test it out, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's another one. Um, again, interesting. There is a bit of a myth out there that young people can't use retinol. Correct. That in, and that is also a myth. Mm. In actual fact, it was retinol was first used and first, I guess, founded for acne. So it was used mm. for teenagers to help with acne. And in fact, roaccutane is just an ingestible form of vitamin A. Oh. So it's great for acne. However, in the 80s, they started doing studies and were proving its efficacy in anti-aging. So it actually wasn't until the, around about the mid 80s that we started using it for anti-aging purposes. So anybody can use retinol of any age. And in fact, the earlier you use it, the better for your skin. Of course, uh, disclaimer, you can't use it if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. There's only one, two yeah. groups that can't yeah. use it. Exactly. Okay. So the, I guess the other belief about retinol is if people get a response, so if they are peeling or flaking, then they should stop? Yeah. So just like you just said, it is a, if you get into your mind that it's a response, not a reaction, mm -hmm. you're going to be okay. So as long as the person who's prescribed that retinol for you really prepares you for what it's going to be like, a little bit of peeling, a little bit of flaking, is there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because, of course, that's what we want. We're trying to get rid of those dead cells. We're trying to turn the cells over, accelerate that cell cycle, regenerate some new mm. cells. So it makes sense that the old cells would have to fall off, slough yeah. off. So a little bit of peeling, a little bit of flaking is not a bad thing. However, listen to your own skin because if that peeling and flaking is making you irritated, making it difficult for you to apply makeup, then you have to back right off. Yeah. So if you're using it five nights a week and really starting to get that flaking around your eyes, nose or mouth, then back it off to two nights a week. So, you know, the person prescribing it should give you a guide to how many nights and how to build up to using it every night because you would never use retinol every night to start with. But also listen to yourself, listen to your own skin, you know, listen to your gut. If, mm. if it's a bit, little bit too much for you, just back off. But don't stop altogether because then you won't get the benefits of it. So don't panic and go, oh, this is not for me. Mm. Pick up the phone, speak to the person who prescribed it for you and just say, hey, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit too irritated. What should yeah. I do? And so retinol, like that, that's also a good point. Retinol is a product that you need to use consistently to see like the, the, the optimal result. Absolutely. And it's like anything, it doesn't happen overnight. So you've got your prescription um, retinoids, so which are like retinoic acids. Um, they will be prescribed from a dermatologist. They'll act the fastest. Usually within about three months, you'll start to see results from, from the prescription ones. Then it drops down a level to what I would prescribe you, which is a retinol. So that you'll, you won't find them in the chemist, but you will find them in medical clinics like mine and other um, skin clinics. They'll take about six months before you start okay. seeing changes. And then you've got your retinoids, which are much lower grade. They're the ones that you can find in a chemist. They're also the ones that tend to not have the warnings about pregnancy and breastfeeding because they're such low, low doses. Mm. Although, in my opinion, I would still steer clear of them if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. Right. Um, they can take about 12 months to work. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds like consistency is really the key. Well, with anything. With yeah. Really. Boring. <laughs> actually, in life. I know. In like exercise, healthy diet. Yeah, exactly. 
Okay, so there's one last myth here. Um, and I'm interested because obviously I'm a bit of a sensitive yes. Sally when yes. it comes to skin. <laughs> but can you use retinol? Because a lot of people with sensitive skin think they can't use retinol. Of course you can use retinol, like anything. Yeah. You, but you're, because your skin is sensitive, take it back to that reaction response sort of uh, process. Go slower. Yeah. So if I know someone has true sensitive skin or even sensitized skin from using things in the past, mm. I won't put them on it five nights a week to start yeah. with. I'll put them on it two nights a week and I'll say, let's touch base again in a month. Don't yeah. do anything else. And the other thing is to be really careful with the other things you're using. So if you're introducing a retinol for the first time and you've got sensitive skin, mm. make sure you're not introducing other new products as well. Yes, okay. Stick to one new product at a time. But you absolutely can and should be mm. using retinol because you want those cells to yes. turn over. And in fact, you want healthy regenerated cells. Mm. Yeah. Okay, there we go. So um, so just quickly, actually, you did touch on this. There are different types yes. of retinol and they all belong to the vitamin A family. Yes. But in terms of the strengths, and that's why it, it depends on, obviously, if you're going for the full strength, it will be under a prescription. Prescription only, so yes. from a doctor. Yes, that's right. And like I said, they will tend to work a little bit faster, but also they're much, they are harsher on the skin. Right. So those responses that we spoke about, you'll find that they're much more right, okay. intense. So yeah. if you're, I guess, if you want really quick results and you're prepared to have a bit of peeling, bit of flaking, bit of irritation for a month or so because you're trying to get ready for yeah. like a wedding or then, yeah, go to your derm, get a prescription, yeah. use it for a few months. But then once you get that result that you want, back it down to a retinol yeah. because the, re the good thing about the retinols, um, they come with other ingredients that help the microbiome. Mm. They've got antioxidants, they've got peptides, they've got other things in it that actually help that overall anti-aging rather than just stripping that yeah, skin. Yeah, okay. Which All right. You just can't do that long-term. Yeah. You can do it for a quick fix, but yeah. long-term you want something more consistent. Yeah, more consistent. And so if you're going to your price line or your chemist, at whatever it may be, and you're buying something which claims to be a retinol or having retinol in it, probably want to be a little bit sceptical about the efficacy of it. Well, it's a retinoid for starters, so it's going to be very, very low dose. It's going to take you a very, very long time. But because they've used the buzzword retinol on there, you'll probably find that it costs roughly the same price as something yeah. that you might buy at my clinic. So for, you know, $100, you might as well come in and see someone like myself or just any kind of skin clinic where they can at least help you through. You know, you're not going to get the pharmacist assistant. Yeah. You can't call her and day, at yeah, day three okay. and go, oh, my God, my face is peeling. No. So, you know, having someone to sort of take you through that journey and if you do get the response, helping you with how to treat that is yeah. a much better idea, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. And so what are your favourite go-to brands for retinol? Yes. So obviously, um, Gemarini, they've got They've actually got two steps up of retinol, which is kind of really cool. Yeah. So they've got the 0.5 and the 1%. So if you've never used retinol before and you love your Gemarini, mm. you can start with the 0.5. I tend to always start my patients on the 1% because mm. we do want faster results, yeah. but that's because they're using it under my guidance. So I'm yeah. not worried about that response mm. and them sort of freaking out because I'm yeah. talking them through it and I've given them strict instructions. The other brand is obviously Revision. So we've got the DEJ yes. Night. So the DEJ Night, if you've never used a retinol and you're sense, you have sensitive skin, I would say that's the best, best possible place to start because yeah. it's really soothing. It's really nourishing and moisturising, but it's got a nice little low grade of medical, medical level, yes. though, retinol, not retinoid. Um, to just get you used yeah. to using retinol. So that's just a really, really good one. It. Okay, yes. well, that's a really good tip. So I guess it, to summarise, really, I think aside from sunscreen, what you're saying is that 
Vitamin A, amazing. Mm. I love that. So vitamin cute. A, amazing. Amazing. Oh, retinol. Uh, yep. That is pretty much the best anti-aging topical skincare product you can take for your skin. Absolutely, because it turns cells over and increases cell turnover, which is one aspect of aging, and it thickens and tightens and, and nourishes and regenerates your skin. So don't feel the retinol. All right, guys. Well, as we said, if you want to find out more about retinols, please uh, go back to our podcast and listen to season two, episode 14 about retinols and enjoy, be consistent and um, start your we look forward to seeing your glowing skin. <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. Bye. See you guys.